Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hey there, and welcome to Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. Time for another great episode as we're going to teach you a little bit about the world of finance, retirement planning, all that kind of good stuff on today's show. We turn to Kevin for guidance and advice each week here on the program. He helps us march through these conversations. We have a little bit of fun along the way. He is your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area. He is the author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, born and raised in Pinconning. Kevin, great to be with you again this week. How are you, my friend? I am uh, getting ready for our annual ice fishing trip walter it's getting cold out as we nice. all know here in michigan so i'm we can go out this year it looks like so i'm gonna go try to catch a walleye or some bluegill here shortly and i'm looking forward to that fantastic yeah well let's drill some holes in the ice of the financial world today that was a terrible segue but I, well, I, you, you, you did it i tried i tried yeah. all right so let's go to the airport kevin uh, we're gonna talk about how traveling through the airport is a lot like planning for retirement so we've all been there the headaches at the airport, but also hopefully we've had some good experiences at the airport before where you get through faster than you expected and have a good experience getting to your your plane and your list of things, that kind of thing. Uh, There's a long list of items that you're not allowed to take with you on the airplane these days when you go through security at the airport. We all know that, right? Like the one that always gets me is the liquids. We'll be on vacation somewhere and we'll buy a jar of, you know, I don't know, honey or locally made like you know lotion or you know something along those lines and you're just not thinking oh that's going to get flagged at um you know at uh at tsa and then you go through the airport and your your backpack or your luggage gets flagged and they pull it out and they're like "Uh, you have to throw this away or mail it to yourself and you're like oh great well i don't have time to mail it to myself so just throw it away we've all been there before Uh, Is there anything that you should be getting rid of in our financial life before we enter into retirement in a similar fashion? What's the equivalent of that stuff we got the water bottles and all that we got to empty out of our bags before we go through the security line? Well, we're really stretching it this week, Walter. I thought that was a good one. You, you, that's that's stretching it, you know. <laughs> no, no. I, you know me. I'm always in the airport someplace. So I, I, I yeah. You, this should be right up your alley. I think. Yeah. What, what's the one thing you think, we talk about it all the time, that you should get rid of before you go into retirement? I think uh, the answer would be debt here. Yep, yep. As much debt as possible. You don't want that hanging over your head when you're going into retirement. And when people come into our office, we'll sit down, we'll talk, and that's one of the first questions. You know, how much credit card debt do you have? Do you, you own a mortgage? And if so, and we got a few used, a few years to work on that, what I want to do is I want to get as, get rid of as much as that as we can. Because what does that do? It, it creates less stress on your portfolio. So let's say you have, a, I don't know, a mortgage payment of $1,000 per month, maybe credit card payments of a couple, two, $300 per month. If we can free up that mortgage payment and those credit card payments, we just freed up $1,200 per month in that case. So that means I have to withdraw $1,200 less out of your portfolio, which puts a lot less stress on it. So those things, you know, we, we always look at that. If I can do that, I'm a big proponent of paying off debt. And then also the other thing we want to look at and we want to get rid of are investments that are not currently meeting your goals. So when I say that, Walter, what's the new goal? What is it? 
Uh, retirement, right? Oh, retire- okay. Yeah. Oh, you, you, yeah, they're going into retirement now. I was ready for a trick question, so I'm already overthinking it. You always <laughs> keep me on edge. I try to. But the investments that, you know, when you come into my office, maybe you have five years to go. Now you're getting ready to retirement, so maybe you were focused on growth. We have to look at a diff- different direction. So it's time to put everything together. You want everything working in the same direction as you are going. If you're going into retirement, it's going to be a different change or different investment mix as if you're getting ready to retire. You get, you're going through, you know, you start a new job, you're working, you got 10, 15 years to go, whatever it is, those investments are going to be different uh, probably in most cases than they are when you go into retirement. And the reason is there's growth versus income. We talk about that every week. All right, fantastic. All right, see, so that was a good parallel. You had plenty, plenty to draw on there. I did. All right, give me, give me some more. All right, so this is my spot. TSA pre-check. Are you pre-check? You got to be with how much you fly. I am. All right, I am. If, if people haven't heard about pre-check before, it's eighty-five dollars, and it covers you for a five-year membership. So it's extremely inexpensive, and in my opinion, Kevin, completely worth it. I mean. TSA PreCheck has been awesome throughout all of my years of, of flying ever since I got it. And again, if you haven't done it before, basically you get to go into that PreCheck line where you get, it's usually a much shorter line than the general population is going through. You also don't have to take off uh, most of the time. You don't have to take off your shoes. You don't have to take your laptop out of your bag. You get to skip a lot of those annoyances that you have when you go through the general line. And they just shuttle you right through. You get through much quicker, much faster. It's totally saved me instead of having to arrive at the airport, you know, three hours earlier or whatever. Um, you know, I can pretty much, especially if I don't have bags to check, I can just roll up to the airport a couple of minutes before the flight, get through security, and boom, done. Very done. easy. Yeah. Simple. Totally worth it. Uh, is there anything in the financial world that comes with a cost but is absolutely worth it, just like TSA PreCheck? No, sure. You know, when you're talking about uh, TSA pre-check, you know, I'm flying out of MBS or I'm flying out of Flint most of the time here. It's not a big deal, but when I come down to or and I go down to North Carolina and see Paul, it's a big deal because that's a big airport and we got to get in and out quickly. So if we look at, if we if we try to correlate the two things, I think, you know, that 85 bucks that you spend on that TSA membership is well worth it because it streamlines the process. So I think if we look along those same lines, there's three things that come into mind. A good advisor. You know, if you're paying, you know, for a good advisor, you're paying the fees, you're paying whatever it is, and that advisor is keeping you in line, has a good income plan going with you into retirement to get you to and through, that is just money well spent as far as I'm concerned. Because that advisor is going to be there, it's going to help you through the good times, the bad times, it's going to make tweaks along your journey, because once you retire, it's going to be a journey, right? It's going to be from point A to point B to point C, and there's going to be many points along that way. So that advisor can help you stay on track with your goals and keep you grounded in most cases, especially in the market's been tipsy-turvy like it has been the last week, to going into retirement. Number two, if you have a good income plan. Now, I'm talking about a good income plan. I'm not talking about the cookie-cutter plans that say based on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel on risk? And then if you say 6, they're going to build you a portfolio based on 6. It has nothing to do with you. An income plan is going to show you how you're going to take your investments that you saved up until this point and how they're going to be turned into income without run, you know, without the possibility of running out of money. Now, there's several layers to this income plan, and that's what I'm saying. If you get a good income plan, it's well worth it to spend that money versus the typical cookie cutter plans that we're seeing out there. And last, I think a good tax preparer. 
a good tax preparer is worth her weight in gold. I can tell you that I've, you know, during this, as Walter puts it, three plus decades of experience here, I've seen planners where they just fill in the blanks and say, you owe this much or you're getting back this much. If that's what you're doing, I suggest you look around. You need somebody who's going to be proactive, who's going to give you some advice. Hey, have you thought about taking out a IRA? It'll save you this much on taxes. Have you thought about if you're a business owner, a SCP, a SEP program, it'll save you this much on taxes. What about the child credits? All those things that are being overlooked that need to encompass your plan. How about tax savings? If we do it this way, if we, you know, take social security this way, this is what, how much your social security is going to be taxed. So all three of those things, a good advisor, a good income plan, and a good tax preparer work hand in hand. And that's money well spent uh, because that'll get you to and through retirement and save you possibly thousands of dollars going into retirement and through retirement. Fantastic. That is uh, great parallels, great examples there. Kevin, if you've got questions for Kevin as we go through today's show, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526 to get in touch, schedule a time to visit or ask some questions over the phone, whatever you're comfortable with as a starting point. 888-885-PLAN, again, is that number, 888-885-7526 or online at insightfolios. InsightFolios.com. We're talking about walking through the retirement airport, uh, what that experience is like, but how that parallels to retirement planning. At the airport, your gate number is usually listed on your boarding pass, Kevin, you know, A A36 or C24 or, you know, I don't know if you're in one of those really big airports, it's, you know. It's always C in North Carolina. R, yes. R something else. Uh, yeah, whenever you come flying to North Carolina, you're always getting uh, gate C, right? C, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can As you do multiple flights to the same places, you start to pick up the patterns, right? Yep. Um, but it's important to pay attention because that gate can change. And I remember that's happening to me multiple times, but specifically one time where I wasn't really paying attention, and I was wondering why I was the only person waiting there for the flight and hadn't heard one of the announcements that says there was a gate change, and so had to do the old rush to the other gate. And of course, they didn't just change it from like C21 to C17. you know, 17. It was like C21 to A13, where you had to go through a tunnel and catch a little tram and like go to the other side of the airport to hop onto it. Um, so anyway, again, you got your assignment. It's supposed to stay that way, but every once in a while they'll change it up on you, and you got to kind of keep an ear out for that. What are some things in retirement planning that might change and cause you to adjust plans? What would your number one thing be, Walter? Let's see. Um, I guess t- uh, taxes, I guess, could kind of fit into this equation maybe if t- tax law changes or something like that on us. Yeah, because we have some new tax law and changes, some new 401k yeah. law changes this year. So they move in the date on IRAs and those types of things, mm-hmm. inherited IRAs. The retirement date, right? That changes. Okay, yeah, that's true. So if your retirement date is coming up quicker than you thought, we need to sit down and we need to do some planning. Or if it's a little further out, we have time to adjust. Is it approaching fast? Is it approaching slow? What's going to be your priority, Walter? If we're looking, if we're looking at you know the gate change, What's the big change from people when they're working to when they get to retirement? What's the number one thing that has to change? Well, you're losing your job, and so you got to yep. change your 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 risk level, right? We don't we can't we can't have the market going up and down with the changes of the market, all that kind of stuff. Because you need income, income stability. Right? So you were focused on growth all those years. Now we need income. So the market, just like Walter says, up and down is going to affect that. And so we need to, you know, we need to look at that change. That's going to be a big change going in there. The other thing is, 
when do you take your Social Security benefit? We've had several people come in our office the last couple of weeks. They want to look at 62, 67, 70. And then how does all of that integrate? Because that could change. You may think you're going to take it at 62, but by the time we sit down and we do some income planning, you really don't need to take it till 67. You get a bigger benefit. That makes a lot of sense. And the big thing we see here with General Motors and Dow and all the other things in our area, you take a lump sum, you take a pension. Right, those things are always changing. Right, they may offer you at one time, and then they take it away, or they may offer it at another time. Those things have to be, you know, put in place, have to be calculated, and see which way is better in your overall plan. Notice how we weed this into a plan, Walter. All those things come into the planning process, and they always do. So, things change. You have to adjust. Your plan has to adjust, and you have to have an advisor that can advise you along the way how to keep on board your current um, route, if we're talking about TSA or we're talking about planes this way, to keep you to and through retirement. So you take off and you land safely. Fantastic, Kevin. Again, if you got questions for Kevin about income, about risk, all the different things that we're kind of dabbling into today, please reach out with your questions, 888-885-PLAN. Kevin's easy to talk to, have conversation about what's going on in your financial life, some of the goals that you have for retirement, and start getting into the nitty and gritty of how to get there, how to accomplish those things. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call, and you can even get a full-blown customized consultation about your financial plan if you'd like as well. And uh, complimentary initial visits, all that good stuff. Easy access to come in, have a talk, find out if you're maybe the right fit to work together with Kevin, see if he can help your retirement goals. 888-885-PLAN is that number. All right, I got one more parallel for you here, Kevin. Almost anything you buy at the airport is going to be more expensive than it would be anywhere else in the world that you want to buy it. Uh, just the just the nature of it. You can't bring your water bottle in, so then when you go to buy the water bottle, uh, it's going to be $8 a bottle, you know, that it's kind It's crazy. Of thing. I know, it's crazy. I mean, I guess they kind of do that to us at sporting events too, right? Like you can't bring in outside stuff, and then you get in there, and okay, so a... Uh, you know, a cup of beer is going to be, you know, $11 or something stupid like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, again, but the airport's where we really notice that all the time. Is there anything in the financial world where you might pay more or less for the exact same thing, but depends on where you get it? Oh, sure. So we can just look at investments, can't we? You know, you, you may see the expense ratio on your investment is 0.55, but in reality, it's 3 or 4%. So if we look at another investment that basically has the same, you know, stocks and bonds mixture in it, maybe it's active versus passive investment, it's going to be a lot cheaper. So just like one, maybe the cost of the airport, you're going into the airport, you're paying, you know, for mutual fund A, you're paying three or 4% for mutual fund B, you're paying 1%, those types of things. Investment plans. You know, they're all over the place. You may pay. I, I heard of somebody, Walter, I don't know if this is true or not. They paid $4,995 for an investment plan. Um, $49.95. That, was, that seemed kind of pricey to me. Sounds like a lot, yeah. Um, but, you know, when I looked at it, it was it, it was just a basically 60-40 mix. There wasn't any real planning going. There was a, it was a lot of pages, don't get me wrong. But it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but it was it was a big expensive plan. So maybe you can go out there and you can go online, as far as I was concerned, look at that plan and probably generate something, the same value, the same 60-40 mix that you could have got for $5,000 in that particular case. And I had a person come in yesterday, I can tell you this, from a big brokerage house. Their plan, now their plan was eight pages printed out. There was no particular order on this, but basically it came down, you need a 50-50 mix. That was it. Knew his age. That was it. Didn't know how much income he needed. Didn't know 
what the Social Security benefit was going to be. Didn't know if he had a pension or not. None of that was incorporated in this plan. But the only thing is, based on his age, based on how he felt about risk, he needed 50-50 mix. Now, that person paid, I think it was five ninety-five for that plan, and that's a terrible plan as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't take the crucial information that you need in, to get into a planning process and come out with a reasonable expectation. So there's lots of things out there in our world. You want to look at turnover costs versus, you know, in, in the mutual funds, that's where a lot of the additional costs are coming from. There's lots of things out there that do the do the similar thing that we're talking about, airport versus non-airport, you know, things that you buy. So be careful, you know, check all around because if you're paying a few extra points, a few extra percentage points, you're paying 2% extra in fees and you didn't know about it and over the long term, that adds up to be a big, big sum. So be careful going into that and look and check around. There's nothing wrong with getting a second opinion going and seeing if you're headed in the right direction. Again, if you've got questions for Kevin, go ahead and reach out now while you're thinking about it. Don't procrastinate. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888 888- 885-7526. If you're anywhere in the Tri-City area, you can come on by for a visit in the office in Pinconning. All you have to do is call 888-885-PLAN to set that time up or to ask some initial questions that might be on your mind. If you get the voicemail, don't hesitate. Leave a quick message and Kevin and the team will be able to follow up with you and set up that time to chat. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- 885-7526. Or you can go online to insightfolios.com. Lots to get to on today's show. Stay with us. You're listening to Simply Financial. We believe it only takes three steps to build your financial future. And that's it. You shouldn't waste your time getting bogged down by complicated numbers and confusing financial products. Why worry with the minutia? Three steps is all it takes. Step one, you talk. Step two, we act. And step three, Here comes the fun part. You relax. Come in for a visit with our team. We'll listen as you explain your needs, dreams, and desires. We'll then craft and implement a financial plan to achieve your goals. Don't worry. As life happens, we'll adjust your plan. All you have to do is take it easy. Don't make retirement harder than it should be. Schedule your visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We're only a phone call away. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the... Anyone? Anyone? The Great Depression passed the... Anyone? Anyone? It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Glad you're with us today on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, office in Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Look for the listen button. You can ask questions to Kevin that way or listen to past episodes of the show that we archive there. That's insightfolios.com. Kevin, in a moment, we're going to talk about things that just don't work in the financial world and just in life in general. And we've got some more good takeaways for people listening to today's show there. But a quick history lesson today, 42 years ago. So this was uh, January 29th, 1980. The Rubik's Cube made its debut. Ooh. Do you, did, did you ever fool around with those? I have um, attempted the Rubik's Cube and gave up after like, I don't know, 30 seconds. I was just like, eh, this isn't a puzzle for me. I, I just, 
I didn't get enjoyment out of it. I didn't like the I didn't like the challenge. I guess I was my brain just doesn't like the Rubik's cube way of thinking. I guess that's that assesses intelligence, right? So maybe I'm not very intelligent. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the opposite. Once I start something, I I have to figure it out. Okay, yeah. Um, so that's like I, my dad. My dad will get in a puzzle and he'll just be like. And it'll just frustrate him to not be able to figure it out. I'm like, I, I'm just done with this. It's, it, it's, it's. I, I don't know if I can say this word on the radio. So it's, it's, you know, p-wording me off. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember getting the Rubik's cube, and I played and played and played. Until I finally figured out how to do it, and then I could do it pretty quickly after that, and um, figured out. But that, you know, that's going along lines where I have to figure something out until I do it. I, I remember I had an old girlfriend, and you know, she's listening. She'll agree with this. She always beat me, beat me bad at cribbage, right? And and I never played cribbage. She played cribbage, and I would play her constantly until I figured out how you know the strategy behind it. And then I started beating her all the time, and she wouldn't play with me no more. <laughs> so I'm that kind of guy. Got to do it till I figure it out. Wait, um, what is cribbage? Cribbage is a card game, you a know, card board, game. Okay. Card, you know, little board game. Um, yeah, it's just a fun little game. And I forgot how to play it because that was, geez, probably thirty years ago, if not more. But it was just it's just one of those things that once I take on something, I just got to learn it and I just got to keep until I figure it out. Very nice. That is pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I just for some reason, Rubik's Cube never got me going. I don't know why. So it is what it is. Uh, I did know some people who could do the Rubik's Cube very fast. Like they were in that group of people who could really execute it in, you know, a minute or less. Um, They were they're very good at figuring those kinds of things out. So it's always fun to watch those people who are masters at it work their way through it. So. Well, I wasn't that quick, but I also wasn't the smartest kid in the Demerals, my buddy says. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. yep, there you go. <laughs> I like that. I guess it was hard for the Rubik's Cube to compete with, like, the Nintendo when I was, you know, kind of of that age where you probably start messing with a Rubik's Cube. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. wh- why am I wasting my time on this when I have this cool Nintendo and Mar- <laughs> Mario Brothers that I can play with? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Rubik's Cube didn't hold the attention. Uh, let's talk about stuff that doesn't work, Kevin. Um, and this first one, I think you'll chuckle at again. You do a lot of travel. Uh, we talked about airports earlier today. What about hotels? And how often does that hotel thermostat actually work for you? I feel like most hotels are just putting them in there so that we won't ask them to change the temperature. But then you can turn those things up and down and nothing actually happens, right? That happens all the time to me i'm always looking for you know this thing isn't changing so i never i never realized that until you just pointed it out so they really do that yeah yeah i mean that's i mean that's a thing i I mean i guess i'm just saying that's like it seems like one of those things that just don't work right it doesn't where i'm at you know it just seems like a constant temperature you can turn it up or down and either you're hot or you're cold so you know it doesn't doesn't work for me so Yep. So that that's something in life that uh, you know stuff that just doesn't work sometimes. That's one of them. How about from the financial side? Two spouses saying that they'll quote unquote take care of each other as their health declines, and that's sort of their health care plan. I know you've seen that before. Oh, I have, and it's usually the husband, not the wife. Okay. okay. So it's usually the husband that'll that'll say something very, you know, along the lines of this. I'll just go out in the woods, nobody will find me, and I'll sit down and it'll be over. That's not a plan, is it? Um, and then the wife knows better because the wife says, I can't take care of you. I can't, you know, if you're 200 pounds, I can't lift you up. I can't help you do the things you need to do. So that taking place hardly ever takes place. Now, don't get me wrong. The spouses will take care of one another. But generally, when that happens, you know, there's a point where you can't do it anymore. So that's where long-term care planning comes into place where you can have somebody come into the home. Now, when I say long-term 
insurance, long-term care insurance, that pays to, you know, for obviously a nursing home where nobody wants to go, pays for assisted living or pays at-home health care. And that's what most people want is at-home health care. So if you can, you know, purchase that and it's in your budget and you're healthy enough to buy it, that will actually help your spouse take care of you because you'll have help during the day or night or whatever it is that you need. So don't plan on it. That's a bad plan. Fantastic. And uh, a great breakdown because I think that it sounds almost like a positive thing to say like, no, we're just going to take care of each other as we age. It's almost a good thing. It's like you're showing your love for one another. But when we really look at reality, there's other ways to show that love that are actually going to be constructive and more realistic sometimes. Yes. that's because a, it's tough. When somebody yeah. has an impairment, it's tough. People just don't realize it. So, Yep. All right, back to the real world, non-financial example. Sports drinks. Speaking of stuff that doesn't work, they get guilty as being full of electrolytes and going to give you lots of energy and all these kinds of things. But you know what? They're really just mostly water with sugar and some flavor uh, flavor and, like, you know, just coloring. So just drink water, and you're going to get probably better effects on your body by just being hydrated. You know, I looked into the, I think it was Gatorade or, or one of the other drinks, and I looked on the back, it is chock full of sugar. Yeah, even the ones that are supposed to be like lower sugar are still a lot of sugar. Yeah, they're, I mean, you know, the, the, my dad think, drinks the zero, something zero, where yep. there's supposed to be no sugar in it, but you're right. I mean, just drink water. I mean, I think that's better for you because all that sugar in there is, is obviously no good for you or your waist. And cheaper. So yeah. there you go. And, and you being the big weight loss aficionado lately here, you probably agree with that, right? Oh, I, oh you know I do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So and no, no sports drinks for this guy, that's for sure. Um, all right, so back to the financial world, another example. Uh, do you ever have anybody doing this, Kevin, in your office? They're trying to guess how long they're going to live and then you know adjust their financial plan accordingly based on their parents' lifespans. So yeah, my parents lived to their 90s, so that's what I'm planning for or hey, my parents both died in their, you know, 60s or 70s. So I'm planning to use a lot more money up front because I'm not expecting to live long. I have both sides of that. Um you know, I can give you an example of my own family. When I graduated, Walter had five grandmothers. I know I've talked about this before. But on my mom's side, now be my mom had two grandmothers her mother and then her grandmother and her great-great-grandmother and i had those same grandmothers now the great-great-grandmother lived into the 90s the great-grandmother lived into the 90s the grandmother lived into the 90s and my mom passed away at 68 so that's always not a plan right and then the other side is i've had people here right here in town you know the certain family a lot of them passed away from heart issues in their 50s and their early 60s so they're thinking i'm not going to make it past 60 or 70 and the one fellow that you know, we did this planning first. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to live past 75 because none of my family does. He's 84 right now. So medical technology, wow. what, whatever these things come along. So in this planning aspect, plan for more money than you think you'll need because that's, that's always a good thing versus planning for less money. And then you run out of money at age 80 because you think you're going to make it to 80, but you're here till 90. So that happens on both sides all the time when I talk to people. All right. Another non-financial example. Are you on uh, Facebook, Kevin? Um, well, a little bit. A little bit? Okay. A little bit. Even if you're not posting a lot, do you sort of watch other people do their thing on Facebook maybe? Well, normally... Entertainment purposes? <laughs> I don't, normally don't do that either. What I'm on there for is if I'm buying or selling something. Oh, okay. So you yeah. use like the marketplace kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's neat. I've never, I've never... I'm not on Facebook, so I, I've never used that. But I've heard other people have pretty good success with it, which is cool. But we at least will be able to get this one, if you know what I mean. Uh, Trying to change someone's mind about a political issue by posting on Facebook. 
really effective, right? Really, oh, uh, that's works really all the time. <laughs> like, what do they call them? Threads when you start something like right. that? Yeah, yeah exactly. threads. Uh, you know, I have a cousin over. I have two cousins. They're both brothers. Actually, they're three three brothers, right? Two conservative, one liberal. And when they sit around and they talk, and then on the Facebook page you see it once in a while, this goes on forever. You're not going to change anybody's mind. You already have your mind made up on the things that are in your environment and what shaped you. So for, forget about that. That's not going to work. Yeah. The now when they get together and have actual conversations, maybe that's the chance to change minds or at least find some common ground. But it ain't happening on Facebook. <laughs> no, and it's usually really heated between the two two brothers. Right. So no, that doesn't work. Uh, when they're when they're in person, is a little bit more respectful. No. Oh, okay. So they're, <laughs> no. they're, they're just divisive all the time. You know, and I can remember their mother, which would be my aunt, said, no, there's two things we don't talk about as kids we were all sitting around. That's religion and politics, because it just really leads to, you know, arguments. And, and on both sides, it does, on, in their case. Yeah, well, and just Facebook's a breeding ground for all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. another thing that doesn't work. So last financial example, then. Let's talk about this one, Kevin. Timing the market, it's its a motivator for a lot of people. They, they want to do it. They think they can do it. It's got an emotional draw to it, but that just don't work, does it? Yeah. What's the one word you just said that is the big downfall? The We feel the draw, like the emotional yeah, the side. Emotional. Yeah. The emotions get involved, right? If we look just this past week, I think it was Tuesday. It was a wild market. Did you look at that? Yeah, Walter? yeah. Well, yeah. Monday was wild. I mean, you know, you could almost yeah. look at every day the past couple of weeks. <laughs> They've had yeah. a wild element to them. So you're thinking you can time the market. I got to get out. I got to get in. But it was a 4 or 5% swing that day, for crying out loud. Timing the market never works out in most, I shouldn't say never. You know, occasionally a guy gets lucky or a gal gets lucky. But timing the market percentage-wise just doesn't work. That's where diversification comes in. You know, income plan comes in. So when the market does go down, because it's going to go down many times in the next 20, 30 years, your income is good to go. You don't want to be forced to sell anything. You want to be forced to sell shares of your mutual fund. You want to be forced to show, sell principal of whatever your investments are in a down market. Because if it continues down like it did in 2001, two and three, and the market is down 45%, that's a recipe to run out of money. So timing the market doesn't work, and we know it doesn't, it doesn't work overall. This is where the well-built, customized financial plan showing how your income is going to be produced through all types of markets, up markets, down markets, sideways markets, so you don't run out of money. That's more important than trying to time the market and take emotions out of it. Get a good, you know, good customized plan that's built just for you, your goals, your bucket list items, your dreams, and put it to use. And look at that one important number that we always talk about. It's called your retirement number. We need to get that number. So if you need 2%, you need to average 2% for the rest of your life so you don't run out of money. That's a pretty good number. If you need 7 we got some work to do. Find out that number first. And then go into the income and stop timing the market because it's just not going to work. Again, if you've got questions for Kevin and want to talk about maybe you've had some of that emotional draw to time the market or you haven't been able to properly plan for retirement because you've been kind of basing it off of some bad assumptions like trying to plan out your lifespan based on other members of your family and not really looking at your situation. Um, This is where we see common problems popping up in retirement plans, and that's what Kevin tries to identify address and then fix to help people have a better plan and be more confident in their financial future. If you'd like to get a complimentary review of your finances, look ahead at what a true retirement plan would look like. Set up that complimentary meeting with Kevin by calling 888-885-PLAN. Again, 888-885-PLAN. 
7526 is the number. You can also go to insightfolios.com. But the easiest way is to call. If you get the voicemail, leave a quick message. Kevin will follow up with you to set up that time to visit. 888-885-PLAN is the number. Quit guessing at your financial future. Get some clarity and some certainty wrapped into that plan. That's what Kevin and his team can help provide you. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. More to come around the corner. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. This is where we sidestep all the financial talk and have a little bit of fun. Uh, a little bit of an intriguing question for you this week, Kevin. And you don't have to take this, you know, literally. What product could you not live without? Well, let's think for a minute. Right now, I am on this kick of listening to books on Audible. I've been burning through those. I'm going to drive, drive back from my office to home, I can listen to a book in about two weeks. Oh, very nice. Just just doing yeah. that. So I've listened to probably, I don't know, eight books in the last three, four months. Very nice. So I'm really, I'm really, really enjoying that. So right now, at this point in my life, I, 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 I don't know if I could live without that. I could, obviously, but I really, really enjoy it. So I find myself going for 10 minutes extra, 15 minutes extra on road, so I get through a chapter because I want to I mm-hmm. see what it is. So, But that, that's a big thing for me now. Yeah, I, uh, I've gotten really into Audible the last couple of years as well. I had a goal two years ago to really increase the amount of books that I was reading. But I just really struggle to read like hard copy books. I even struggle when I try and do it on the Kindle and that sort of thing. I just, I fall asleep. I just, something about looking at small words on a page or, and I really don't like the Kindle stuff anymore because I just spend so much time looking at a screen. Yep. But on hardcover pages, I'm just, I just fall asleep. I get into two pages and my mind just shuts off. It's a, it's, it's a really nice way to help fall asleep, but um, not very good for actually reading through books. So I turned to Audible and boy, it was like, the secret sauce, and I was able to pour through a whole bunch of books the last couple of years, which has been just really great. I've really enjoyed it. So I'm right there with you. I'll, I'll do extra laps kind of around the neighborhood on the way home from you know, work or, or going to the gym or something like that because I'm exactly like you, trying to squeeze in that at the end of the chapter. And so, yeah. yeah do, what's do your, what's your favorite book in the last year? Uh, so I will give you a recommendation that I know you will love. You will really like it, and I recommend it to listeners as well. Ordinary Grace. Ordinary Grace. Ordinary Grace was was probably my favorite book of the last year. Well, I have to order because I just finished one this morning. So I will have to get my favorite one of the last year is Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Oh, you, okay. You liked the yeah, McConaughey yeah, I, book? I, I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I also, I also uh, read uh, Mel Brooks. That was a hoot. I loved That's a long one, but it's well okay. worth it, too. Yeah, what, what's the Matthew McConaughey? Is, is that like a bio, uh, autobiography? Or? Yeah, okay. basically. And he's a very, very good storyteller. So. It, does he actually voice it? Yes. Oh, that's cool. That's yes. neat when it's in the actual author's yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little, uh, you know, language-wise, it's a little out there. But okay. you know, he tames it under control after a while. But um, okay, but it's very good. It's a very good book. I uh, I highly recommend uh, Ordinary Grace. It's a coming-of-age tale of a uh, a kid in Minnesota. So you know, not not too far down the road. Um, you know, from pinconning, kind of, I would imagine, captures a little bit of a similar spirit. Um, from back in the, I think it took place in the 70s, I want to say, something like that. Hmm, I'll have to look at it. Yeah, it's really, uh, really, really sharp, really good story. So, highly recommend it. I'll, I'll just, I'll stick with your answer on that. I, I couldn't live without Audible right now. It's nice to, nice to go into it. 
and, and it's, it brings a nice highlight to the day or to doing activities or all those house projects I do, Kevin. Man, Audible helps me get through all those things. I throw that on the headset, and it gives me something to focus on while I'm painting and doing projects and all sorts of stuff like that. I'll tell you what. I need some rooms painted. I'll buy you two books. Come on up. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. You, you, as long as you buy the paint, too. Paint's expensive these days. I'll, I'll buy the paint, too. Right, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that's getting to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. More coming up. Stay tuned to Simply Financial. Planning for retirement shouldn't feel like rocket science. According to the equation, S equals one-half A-T squared. But it's easy to get lost in the financial jargon. Keep listening to clear up the confusion. Getting ready to wrap things up on today's edition of Simply Financial. But before we do, going to answer one of your questions here as we open up the mailbag. Uh, if you have a question for Kevin, you can always submit those to be featured on a future episode. Kevin at InsightFolios.com is the email address. Kevin at InsightFolios.com. Shoot him an email and we can feature your question on a future show. You can also email Kevin if you just want to ask him a one-on-one question and not have it featured on the show as well. So don't let that stop you from reaching out. If you've got a question, we don't have to feature things. Um, All right. So this one comes to us from Marshall. um, And Marshall says, I've always been interested in owning real estate, but haven't ever actually pursued it. Should I look into buying some investment property or is it better to just buy a REIT? Ooh, that's a good question, Marshall. I like both aspects of, of what you're asking me here. But if you're going to buy investment property, you're going to buy a home. Well, that depends you know, on the investment property you're looking at. So let's look at a home. I can tell you, for an example, my dad's neighbor, that home has been rented for I don't know how many years, but it's been trashed three times where it's going back to the bank because you had terrible renters in there. And they just they just trash that property. So there's a, there's a you know some good aspects of that because you own a home, you're getting paid monthly income, and it helps out in retirement. But there's some bad aspects of that as far as you got to be you got to figure this out. You got to get good renters. You got to be able to check on it and those types of things. Now the REIT we use these we use these here all the time. And a REIT what that is is a real estate investment trust. And you're going to buy lots of properties instead of one property in this particular case. And some REITs, you got to be careful on this, but some REITs pay a dividend. Or a lot of REITs, a lot of REITs pay a dividend. And what that is is for holding one share of that REIT, they pay you a dollar figure. Let's say it's two dollars a share. So if you own a thousand shares of that REIT, they pay you two thousand dollars a year. Now that REIT may own hotels, may own you know conference buildings, may own you know commercial buildings, whatever it is. But that REIT ideally is producing income from being filled up that, that those those buildings so i like either way marshall I, I i we use them all the time here in our office I, people come in and have a really good rental incomes and they've been good at it or we're looking at reach because that's going to give you some more diversification that's going to produce income going into retirement that you're going to need so either way marshall i think you're good i just be careful on the individual side because there's a lot of pitfalls uh, versus if you buy a bunch of companies that are doing this and that's what they've been doing professionally for many, many, many years. And um, you can get dependable income coming out of that. So I hope that answers your question. If it doesn't, give me a call. I'd be happy to go over in more detail with you and see how it fits in your plan. Thanks, Marshall. And yes, if you have questions for Kevin, give him a call at 888-885-PLAN. That is 888-885-7526. You can get set up for your financial future with a complimentary review of your plan. 
see what tweaks and adjustments you need to make for a better, more clear situation going forward. 888-885-PLAN is that number, 888-885-7526. Well, Kevin, thank you for the help on today's show. Really enjoyed the conversation with you. And uh, hey, let's do another episode next week, shall we? Let's let's try it, huh? Let's try it. We'll see. We'll see. We've, we've successfully done this for like three or four years now. We'll see if we can muster up the energy to come back next week. Good Lord, that's that's a long-term relationship now, Walter. You and I are in. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I hope you're as committed as I am, Kevin. It's, it's been fun. <laughs> I am as committed as you are. <laughs> awesome. Love to hear it. Um, always a pleasure, my friend, and we'll talk again soon. A uh, quick reminder to everybody, if you've got any questions for Kevin, you can find info at insightfolios.com. Feel free to reach out anytime. Uh, Kevin's got an open door policy. Come on in. Come on by the office in Pinconning anytime you want. Say hello. Talk ice fishing, hunting, food, whatever you want. He'll be ready to chit chat with you about that. And uh, yeah, we can throw in some financial talk here and there as well. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see everybody next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.